0: Welcome everyone to Oh Come On Sports with Mike and Jesse. Today for episode 82, we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl and how the Bucks just took it to the Chiefs. Uh, Stafford got traded for Jared Goff. Nolan Arenado to the Cardinals. Trevor Bauer signing with the Dodgers. And Bell Media being a bunch of dicks. Alright, we're back back and we are freezing up here in calgary alberta it's like what, what was it today today wasn't bad it was only like minus 36 minus well minus 23 was the high without the windshield
1: and then with the windshield whatever minus 30 something
0: um i don't know what that is i'm gonna find out what that is in fahrenheit for our american listeners uh just bear with me here but it's fucking cold out up here it's damn cold um, it's damn cold so celsius to fahrenheit let's see we're gonna find out for our American listeners how goddamn cold it is.
1: Man. Even in the coldest places in the states, I i work a So would you say
0: it was minus thirty? Say minus thirty-two. Minus thirty-two would be minus twenty-five Fahrenheit. How do you like that? Yeah, and that's a uh, thirty-two degrees Fahrenheit is freezing. <laughs> so it's fucking cold. One day, two—I think two days ago—was it not minus forty-four? Yeah. Yeah, with windchill, so...
1: And in Saskatchewan, right next to us, it's even colder, so...
0: Yeah, we're, we're in quite the deep freeze up here. Um,
1: I had a work colleague who was in the States last week, who was in St. Louis, Idaho, Iowa, just traveling around for work, and it, he said it was beautiful. So, I don't know if you guys or anyone listening out there <laughs> think it's beautiful, but uh, the guy I work with was walking around with no shirt, with no coat on, just loving life.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, no, I can't. I can't. I'm here in my ba- – we're here in my basement, and we're huddled up. I got, like, a big fucking hoodie on. <laughs> I'm such a wuss. I don't like the cold. All right. So we're going to go in order, basically, as of how things went uh, in the last week or so. Uh, Matthew Stafford was traded to the Rams for Jared Goff. Uh, a 2021 third round pick, a 2022 first, and a 2023 first. So, how do you feel? Whoa. How do you feel about that trade for both teams? Like how it affects both teams? Do you sure. like it? What, what? How do you feel?
1: Love it for the Rams because I'm a big Matt Stafford fan, and I thought that Jared Goff was one of the big reasons that that team didn't make it as far as they they could have with the, such a talented defense. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that was the missing piece for them. So, I I, I think it was great for the Rams. Uh, I don't. For the Lions, I, I like the assets they got. They got some picks. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen with Goff there. Like, I don't see that being. I definitely don't see it as an improvement for them. So, I'm when I see that trade, I'm kind of wondering what are they going to do with Goff. It doesn't seem like
0: they're done. He to me, he seems like he's just a placeholder for two seasons. Exactly. You know they may draft a quarterback this year and yeah. have him sit and yeah. let him learn, maybe like in the second or third round or something. That's kind of what I see. Um, uh, and let Goff just basically get killed behind the rebuild. Yeah, sad, sad for Goff, it but is. that's what's going to happen. Yeah,
1: he went from a great spot to somewhere not so good. And and I a lot of people are saying that the line are. That the Rams overpaid for Stafford, and I think it's pretty obvious why they had to do that. They're taking on Jared Goff's contract, which nobody wanted.
0: That's right. Uh, the way uh, somebody put it on one of the NFL talking heads, I think it was Schefter, uh, but he put it that basically it was Stafford for a third and a first, and then and then that um,
1: the other first the other was, thrown was,
0: was thrown in for them to take off. Yeah 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 and and I at his full contract. that was the key to get the full contract going the other way so I guess I should say I, I do like that for both teams
1: because I think the Lions have admitted what they 're going to be for the next two years um, new coach they 're not close right now, so they, yeah. they got a long way to go, so they 're saying you know what we 'll take off for two years we 'll get some picks in return. Um, Stafford was going to be gone either way. There was no point in keeping him around to to flounder there anymore, so I guess I do like it for both teams uh, what i 'll say for the Rams is as valuable as picks and high picks in the NFL can be, there is really something to be said for getting a player that you know is going to come in and help right away. I mean, you can draft those guys, but getting a guy that you know can play the position of quarterback, I I, I like it. And and first-round picks are kind of becoming devalued in the NFL, don't you find? Uh, it, well, it depends on how well you are at drafting them. And the right. Rafts don't draft the Rams first The suck drought, at them. <laughs> right? Like, they,
0: like Well, the, the last, last one
1: they took was Jared Goff, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: and then before that was, like, Cam Robinson. Right. Uh, and then before that was, like, Sam Bradford. Like, I know there's ones in between there. Uh, Todd Gurley, which, which was an okay pick for them, but then his knee. Fizzled out big just, time. His knee just. Yeah. Was done. You wouldn't say that was a bad pick, though. Yeah, I agree. But, like, one, like, and, and. All those guys were top five picks, right? And they only really hit on one, which was Gurley. Yeah, that's not a good. You record. know, that's not a good record. So, I, if I'm a Rams fan, uh, like I know some people are like, whoa, they're mortgaging their future, but you got to be excited that they're they're, they're willing for it. They're willing to be aggressive, yeah. and give the team weapons. The good thing with Stafford, so Golf is to me is is a guy that. As long as the script is going your way, he's a good quarterback, mm-hmm. you know. But as soon as things go off script, like the game goes away, and you got to get you got the quarterback's got to do something, he's not the guy. Like he hasn't shown that he's the guy that's capable of doing that. Stafford is right. Um, and you almost you brought up a good point there with
1: with Gurley. Once Gurley started to tail off and then was inevitably traded, now all of a sudden the spotlight's on Jared Goff because yeah. they don't have a running game that's going to carry yeah. that team anymore.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, until they found, like, until they let Akers take it up. Right, and then, he, right? he seems like he'll do that. But good. that took almost the entire season for him to get to that position. Oh, yeah,
1: they're messing around with all kinds of guys in there. They got Malcolm Brown. And-
0: yeah, so Stafford, I think, is going to be a very good fit in that in that uh, offense. Um, the guy's got top five arm talent in the NFL. Like, he, he's... Uh I like Rodgers uh he made like a like a little s- s- snide s- snarky comment because everyone everyone gushes over Mahomes no look throws which are amazing. Yeah. But he's like we're acting like he like like this hasn't been done before and he yeah. was referencing Stafford. Exactly. Cuz Stafford has been doing this for fucking years. Yeah. I'll... But because he plays in Detroit and because they haven't been winning he 's not the sexy one, you mm-hmm. know what I mean Mahomes is the se- the sexy one yeah. so I, it, it's exactly. it 's so funny, but I do um i you know the trade for the Rams I like uh lions they have to hit on those picks that 's the key absolutely right golf isn 't the key to the deal it 's the picks that are the key,
1: yeah, and I think it almost benefited them taking golf because like i said it 's a no no lose for them other than the fact they have to pay the guy, but they 're not going to win in the next two years anyway, so they got the extra first round pick. Essentially, for for golf. So, yeah. like you said, now it's up to them to hit on it. Um, what do you think of their new head coach Dan Campbell? He's nuts. Yeah, he is
0: nuts. He's yeah. nuts. Yeah. Uh, but he he was underneath Sean Payton for like six years or okay. something. Okay. And Sean Payton's a hell of an offensive coach. So if sure. he was able to to like absorb what Payton was doing, yeah, I think he'll he'll do okay in the role. Uh, I do like what the Lions have done. If they go out and draft a quarterback to sit behind golf. They're not gonna like feed him to the wolves because they're, right. they're they're stripping down their roster, right? Yeah, and it sucks for Goff because he's getting fed to the wolves. But as a veteran, he should be able to get rid of the ball quicker, mm-hmm. make reads faster, so he might be able to traverse what's going on. But a rookie would not be able to. Right. And every time, like I think of a rookie going into a bad situation, I think of da- David Carr with the Texans oh, yeah. when he was sacked like seventy odd times. Right, it was out of the league two years later because mm. he just got fucking pummeled.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So,
0: uh. Yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting. And and I think this is the first domino. Uh, rumors are coming out uh, that Wentz is going to be traded soon, possibly to the Bears or the Colts. Yeah. Uh, because they both have coaches from the Eagles that know Wentz, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Frank- uh, for Wentz, he better fucking hope he goes to the Colts, because if he goes to the Bears, it's going to be the same fucking shit, Yeah, to be quite honest. And I, I know a
1: lot of Colts fans that are would not, are not interested in that at all. For uh, Most of the Colts fans I heard from wanted Matthew Stafford, which yeah. I, I totally agreed with that. I thought that would have been a great fit for both of them. Although, I think for Stafford, this is a great, great choice as well. Uh, not a choice, it's what, what happened.
0: Did you hear that he said he'd go anywhere except New England? That came yeah. out after the trade? I un- I understand that now. It's it's not teams...
1: P- players used to go to New England because they thought they could win there.
0: Well, but, and it wasn't quarterbacks. It was other players to play with Brady. Correct. Like Brady, like correct. he was a winner. If we want to go win, let's go there.
1: But now what Brady has shown since he's moved on is that Belichick is running... And I don't want to say too tight of a ship, but that's basically what it is. Players aren't happy there. You have to do it the Belichick way. You know, There's lots of rules you have to follow. It's It's similar to this might not be the right comparison. It's almost similar to going to New York where in baseball, where they're like, you know, you got to shave the beard. You got to, yeah. you got to do this. It's almost like a Lou Lamarello, George Steinbrenner type, yeah, yeah. And, type regime and how, there. And
0: how many, like at least with Lamarillo and, and Steinbrenner, how many have they won in the new age? Like players seem to chafe under those rules. Players right
1: are now. a lot different now. You yeah. need to not, you You can't just tell players what to do anymore. You have to explain to
0: them why you're
1: telling them to do exactly. it. Exactly. So I, I wasn't surprised at that at all. Yeah. Uh, uh, I heard, uh, I heard uh, Fitz Fitzmagic talking, too, uh, because somebody asked uh, Fitzmagic what he thought about Stafford saying he didn't want to go to New England, and... uh... Fitzpatrick's a free agent right now this person that was interviewing asked the same question he's like would you also have that objection to going to New England and uh Fitz Fitzpatrick's response is great he said he said uh no I don't have that objection at all I am uh you know 40 years old I don't have the talent that uh, Matt Stafford has so I am definitely open to the idea of going to New England
0: <laughs> oh Fitzmagic he's he's a he's a legend he's that a guy. beauty man um and what I find interesting, too, uh, before we transition to something else, uh, the Deshaun Watson thing, the Texans are trying to hold firm. We're not going to trade him because they're trying to drive up the price, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, if I'm the Texans, to be quite honest, you don't want to go. You can't in, trade that guy. Well, no, you can't go into training camp with him. If he doesn't want to be there, you can't have. And that's not, that's not anything against Deshaun Watson. Uh, by the way, Brett Favre and, um, uh, was it Dick Vermeil, or I think it was Dick Vermeil? but Brett Favre yep. saying something to the effect of you signed your contract and you, you need to like honor it. That's fresh. eh? uh, that was last yeah. week. And yeah. I'm like Brett Favre, really?
1: No, I meant that's fresh coming from him. Right. Like of all people.
0: Like, yeah. like Yeah.
1: The guy who held the Packers hostage, hostage every year,
0: every year for the last like four years he was there. Yeah. Okay, and also, if that's the stance you're taking, the players shouldn't be able to be traded. Right, yeah. Right? Like, if that's the stance you're taking, teams can't trade players. If you expect players to honor contracts... Teams need to honor said contracts too and they can't trade anybody or cut players. I don't know what Favre, and maybe someone
1: just asked him a question, but I don't know what Favre had to gain from saying anything about that. That didn't make yeah. any well, sense got, to he Well,
0: he got asked in a radio interview what he felt and that, yeah. that's how he felt. Now, some people painted it as him being racist because he never came out after and said things about Carson Wentz. Yeah. And whatever.
1: But that's the world we live in now. If you have a photo of yourself with Donald Trump on a golf course and you say something like that, the easy connection well, for Tom the general... Well, Tom Brady's
0: a racist, right? I know. With, I know. with
1: Donald. Exactly, yeah. So um, it's, it's easy to say that.
0: What, uh, what I will say in that radio interview, I listened to the, the entire thing with Favre. They didn't even ask him about Wentz. They asked him specifically about Watson.
1: Interesting. So could just be because Watson's the more interesting question because he's, he's, the, better he's the better
0: quarterback. Better yeah. quarterback. And then Dick Vermeil made a comment that if you want to, if you want to, if you want to demand a trade, like if you want to control what the team does, become an owner. And I'm like, what? Oh, the No, f-? that's the dumbest. Like, yeah. fuck, man, that is a dumbass take. Yeah. Here, here, it, to to me with Deshaun Watson, it's it's he signed a long term contract. And by doing that, being a star quarterback, he is afforded certain things that other players on the team aren't. That's just the fact.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: The quarterbacks are afforded that because they are who they are. They make the engine run. Mm -hmm. And part of the understanding was, I'm going to sign here for the next, I think it was a four-year deal, four or five years, and I'm entrusting you to put pieces around me, defense, offense, that we're we're building towards becoming a Super Bowl team. Right. But then fucking O'Brien goes and trades picks – for for Tunsil, which didn't work out, he fucking trades DeAndre Hopkins for nothing yeah. and a washed up running back. Yeah. Like you, and you sit there, and then and then Deshaun's like, okay, I would like to be consulted on the head coach hiring process and the gm yeah. process. i was just like he was a consultant. big fan
1: of the chiefs uh eric bm, and BM, eric Nanny, right? BM which who wouldn't be yeah. have you
0: seen that fucking offense yeah it seems to be working pretty good <laughs> right yeah. besides the super bowl wow, we'll talk about that they've, later they've had like a hell of a run yeah. why wouldn't you be interested in that fucking guy? Yeah, exactly but the the texas just go and and it sounds like they were like yeah 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 you'll be a part of it and then didn't even consult him and it's like okay fuck no wonder he's mad yeah and and anybody that comes out like especially on Twitter which I got to stop reading the comments but on Twitter where they come out and say Law, oh, he's got to suck it up and look at the money he's paying or he's getting paid my question is if this happened at your job yeah and you were promised certain things yeah and then were that shit was taken away even if you were getting paid a high salary compared to the rest of your your uh your fellow employees would you fucking stay in the job no you wouldn't no absolutely so don't not. go after watson and say yeah. money can cure everything money doesn't cure everything motherfuckers
1: i hate Let i hate him when be. People, yeah i hate when people say that because it it doesn't make any sense because first of all the reason you're that you're paid if you're watson i'm talking about if you're paid what you're the reason you're paid that is because you are very hard to replace. Yes. You, you have a talent set that has earned you that money. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm, if I'm watching, I'm saying, damn right I want to be consulted with this stuff. Do you think... Do you think the Chiefs are making any major decisions without talking yeah. to Patrick
0: Mahomes? They're not calling up Mahomes and saying, hey, we're going to be signing this backup old lineman for these dollar figures. No. What yeah. they're saying to Mahomes is this is our direction in the offseason. That, that's all they're saying.
1: And if they're going to trade Tyreek Hill, you better damn well believe that, well, they wouldn't, but you better damn well
0: believe they're, they're, talking going, to, to they're
1: going to talk to Mahomes, yeah. which is essentially what happened with Watson and Hopkins.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like you got go, you should have gone to Watson and said, hey, this is my thought process with it.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure he would have been fine. Like, get
0: me he would get, get me
1: Tunzel. I'm talking not not about Hopkins. I'm sure he would have been fine. You say I want to trade some picks for uh, Laramie Tunzel. He's like, great. I would love a great left tackle. That sounds yep. good to me. Yep. Oh, we're gonna trade uh, D Hop for a second rounder. He's gonna be like. Hold on a sec, you're going to do what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, what?
0: He's going to be mad, but then you just tell him, you at least involve him in it. But, like, this whole thing, especially after they said they would. Yeah. That's the key. They lied to him. Mm -hmm. They said he would be a part of the process... And it's like, I don't understand why Deshaun's, Deshaun Watson's name is being dragged through the mud from old players and old coaches. I don't, I d- I don't either. I don't get that at all. I especially don't think for Brett Favre. I Motherfucker. I know. I love Brett Favre. He is my favorite player of all time. One of my favorites to watch ever. Like, ever. Uh, he 's the reason i 'm a Packer's fan, but motherfucker, you cannot come out and say that you can 't you need to honor your contract when you played games for like the last four years of your fucking career with the packers didn 't make any- get off your fucking high perch mother and I, and I think I think so much of what has to do with the
1: Houston franchise too does revolve around the owner, because yes. the, the owner made you know a comment that i don't think when he said it he meant it in a racial way, but he he made a comment that you can't have the inmates running the asylum which is a which is a common phrase i don't think it was meant to refer to to his African American players running the team. And and there and, and how there's a lot... Like, I don't think there was a, a relation there between black people going to jail and running his team. I don't think he meant it like that. That's just an old world... That's kind of an yes. old-timey phrase that people use. But, uh, but it sounds really bad when he says hand, it. On the other hand,
0: you've got to be smarter than that. You've got to understand, you know... How, how did you become a billionaire
1: if you're not that smart? Exactly. If, if, you're, if you're so dumb you're going to say that, how did you become a billionaire? That's my question.
0: Exactly. exactly. All right, let's transition... Oh, sorry, one more
1: thing here. Yes. Uh, Watson... Needs to talk to Allen Robinson and the Miami Dolphins. And the Miami Dolphins have a ton of picks right now. Yes. Go out and get yourself Watson, Allen Robinson to yep. add to that offense, yep. and with your amazing defense and special teams you already have, let's roll next year. Yeah,
0: and you got a ton of picks; you could just keep yeah. on adding pieces. Yeah, do it. I agree with that. Do I it. I'm that. doing the good GM heard, job for you. I heard that uh, another team that's in the running is the Jets, which I thought was interesting. I feel like Miami's a better situation for them. I
1: think so too.
0: Uh, but if you if he wants the Jets, yeah, go on it. Uh, their new coach Robert Sala is. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, he's a hell of a defensive coach, yeah. and he hired one of Kyle Shanahan's assistants to be the offensive coordinator. Uh, Lafleur's brother. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, and you've seen the Shanahan influence with with McVay and Lafleur, yeah. right? So, I, I do, I do, I love
1: the hires for the Jets. I haven't been a Jets fan with the yeah. way they've with the way that team has been, but I love those hires, and so I, I, I also do think that that would be a nice alternative if he isn't going to be with the with the Texans.
0: All right, let's transition to another poorly run franchise in a different sport. Um, I don't think the Colorado Rockies understand how to trade. God, they're garbage.
1: I was thinking about that today because I have have a, a... Growing up, I had an affinity for the Colorado Rockies. I liked uh, of course they had Larry Walker the Canadian yep, a yep. big fan of his I loved Vinny Castilla I love Dante Bichette I loved so I, you love steroids is what you're saying? <laughs> who who are you talking about here
0: It wasn't Bichette on steroids well uh, I'm pretty sure Vinny Castilla was too <laughs> we'll see we'll see
1: that's, that'll, that'll come out in the wash <laughs>
0: okay fair enough fair actually
1: enough. Bichette looks great now doing push-ups on like the warning track and stuff so maybe there are some roids there but hey either way that's not what we're talking about right now I think Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame Roger Clemens go ahead get him
0: in so for Bonds and Clemens they should put them in pre-steroid because their resumes are so good just for what they did before that you you could lop off you could just cut them off where you think they started doing steroids which Bonds is basically like the second or third year of being at the Giants yeah. and then Clemens would be what when he went to the Yankees Basically, yeah. After, right. after,
1: after probably started during the Blue Jays, and then after maybe
0: Blue Jays, yeah. but definitely
1: Yankees. Yeah,
0: Lop it off there. Yeah, and then look at the numbers from there. And, and yeah, stiller. it's a small sample size, but I you put that up against anybody else, they're Hall of Famers. Anyways, yeah,
1: either way, they're in. So anyway, I, it's just sad because I I really like this franchise. I think they're in a great city. I think they got a great ballpark. Uh, it just sucks that they can't put it together. So that team with Vinny Castilla, Larry Walker, um, you know Dante Bichette, those guys didn't win anything. So you keep moving on. They reload. They get new players. They get a guy like Arenado. You get a guy like obviously I know there's a big gap in yeah. between those two. You know you got Trevor Story, and yet you still can't put it together. Like you cannot compete with the other teams in your division. It's just a it's a non
0: factor every year, mm-hmm. and it drives me crazy. So the Rockies traded Arenado to the St. Louis Cardinals. For Austin Gomber, Mateo Gill, Benji Gill's son, I- Hilarious Montero, Tony Loki, and Jake Somers. Yeah. And this is what gets me. This is what fucking gets me is the Rockies are paying Nolan Arenados 35 million salary this season. 15 million is owed to the Cardinals in the in this calendar year with the remaining twenty million deferred. You traded your star player, and you're still fucking paying for him. I don't know how you do that. My question is, can you be, like, on a video game when I'm trying to do trades and just, like, I could just swindle the shit out of you? Because that is awful. It doesn't make any sense. And, and like, St. Louis
1: has been after Arenado since two years ago. Since before the rumblings that he was even wanted to leave came yes, out. So- yes! Yes! When his contract, his first contract was coming up, there was talk that St. Louis was going to go after him, and the price was much higher back then. They've waited it out, waited it out, and now they basically got him for nothing. Let's let, let me quickly go through the guys they gave up for him. So Austin Gomer, uh, a Gomber, he basically projects, and this is according to the Rockies, he projects as a number four type of starter or possibly a bullpen guy. Ooh, yeah. Uh Mateo Gill, uh he's he's only played two games above rookie ball since twenty eighteen. Who knows? Who knows? Infielder uh Alarius Montero, he uh twenty nineteen double A, he struggled with a thirty 33% strikeout rate. Oof. He projects to be a spare infielder. Uh Tony Loki, uh right-handed pitcher with no control, uh thirteen walked thirteen percent of batters and only has two pitches. Uh right-handed pitcher Jake Summers, uh the verdict's still out, but he's gonna start in A-ball. So uh they got a they got a whole lot of nothing as far as I can tell there. And they and they're paying money. And it's, they're
0: paying money on top of that. If they would have traded him, but you got the contract off the books because the owner was trying to save money, let's say. It's like, okay, bad trade still, but we un, like you can you can squint and be like, okay, the rich owner wants to save some money. It's a pandemic, sure. Okay, yeah. But you're not saving money. You're giving you're you're spending money and you're getting rid of your best
1: player. <laughs> John? Oh my god. I don't like I'm wondering do they have pictures of um uh, of the GM's mom uh, a British? Do they have yeah. do they or I didn't say mom I meant do they have pictures of him in a compromising position or
0: something. Like what yeah. is going on here? Oh my god. Uh yeah. good trade for the Cardinals. Uh, they gave yeah. up right. They gave up nothing, and they're paying him nothing. Yeah, you and they, I lo-
1: I love Arenado. He's like as far as third baseman go in this league. He, Hasn't
0: he won like seven Gold Gloves at third
1: base? Amazing defensively. He had an off season last year with the bat, but I mean that's it's shortened
0: season. Whatever. The drawback to him is that well, any Rockies player is that are, are his numbers inflated because he plays in uh, in thin air, right? right? And I don't even care. And his splits do show that he's better at home than he is on the road. But I think any Rocky would be. Exactly. And my thing is, is like maybe getting out of that situation to uh, the Cardinals, which are generally known as one of the better run franchises, besides trying to steal things from the Astros. Right. Um, Hey, they're trying, right? (laughs) But uh, uh, they're known as a better run franchise. Maybe... You know, his just his mind is better and Absolutely. You know. I think they would have done this trade if Arenado was had a
1: terrible bat. I think they would have done it just for his glove at third base. I mean, as far as third baseman in the league to watch, he's my favorite. I would put him and Machado. I know Machado's playing shortstop now, but I would put him and Machado as the two best third basemen no, in Ma- all of baseball.
0: Is Machado no Machado's playing third. Oh, cause Tatis is, shortstop. Tatis is shortstop. okay, so he's yep. back
1: at third in San Diego. Yep. But yeah, see I, I think those guys are, are the top.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's basically all I got on that one. And and, now, and on Rockies. top of
1: that, just to talk about the Rockies even more, Trevor Story's going to end up leaving there because oh yeah, because that franchise is such a disaster. He's not going to stay. Why even, would he even, stay? Even even though they have money, why would he want to stay? But they don't have like I right. Mean, they still I, don't. Yeah, they're they pay, still yeah. don't have money. Yeah, right? yeah you're it, right.
0: It's a it's ridiculous. Uh, speaking of money, the Dodgers have signed Trevor Bauer for three is it three years three years two million. Three years 102 million so that's 40 million sal- salary in 2021 45 million in 2022 and 17 in the third year 17 in the third year does that math make sense 85 yep. yeah it does and and um, and this and the second year and the third year are both player options yes now you know what i thought about this is well first off i love the mets being mad at him yeah uh, especially mets fans for his little video there yeah Um, I thought that was hilarious. And in my head, I'm like, I'm like, Mets, do you actually... Like, you traded for Lindor. Great. Good for you. But your organization has been a tire fire with that ownership group. And I know Mm -hmm. you have new owners, but, Mm -hmm. like, you expect, like, primo free agents to, like, just hop and want to be there. Like, they want to see... What this ownership group does, because I've I've heard this so many times that the new Mets ownership group is gonna spend and they're gonna bring a culture, and it turns out to be like half the time they they do Ponzi schemes to get their money and stuff. It's like <laughs> fuck. It's ridiculous. I was
1: going to say when you were talking about the messed up ownership there, and now they have a new ownership. That new owner was recently uh, getting in a in a Twitter exchange with with uh, Dave Portnoy, uh, the creator of Barstool Sports, oh, about about the GameStop. Um, uh, stock market oh thing God. that was going on there. So he's on Twitter where Portnoy lives by the way. Like like you're not going to win an argument with this guy on Twitter, <laughs> especially if you're Steve Cohen. And now he's getting into it with with Portnoy and then he just erases his Twitter account, which is the worst look of all cuz now yes. you're just like, "Oh, I'm getting slammed here. Yeah, I got to get out." Yeah, I got to get out. Yeah.
0: My thought process with this is not so much on on uh Trevor Bauer and the Dodgers, which I will say the rich get richer. Mm-hmm. Um uh man, like they did this because originally like nobody was talking about the Dodgers getting a starting pitcher right uh, this off season. It was right. about third base, and that was about it. But watching what the Padres have done, trading for Blake Snell and all that stuff, they said, "Well, fuck! Like yeah. these guys are pushing. We're gonna we're gonna one up them." What I will say is, I like what Bauer did from from a player standpoint mm-hmm. is that he took control of his future. Yeah, and um with With the first year at forty million and then the second year is forty five with an opt out after that, and then uh, like seventeen million with an opt out after that like he 's taking control of his future and I wonder why players like I know that long term security is something they all crave, but like a guy like Nolan Arenado who signed an eight year deal for two hundred and sixty million and then two years later got traded mm-hmm. like, that didn 't give you any it gave you financial security, but it didn 't give you right. security of of being in with that organization a long time yeah so why don't I? I don't understand why p- more players, especially star players. I know, like other players, maybe not so much, but star players. Why don't they just leverage that and say, "No fuck, I'm going to go basically year to year with you, and you need to keep on proving to me that we're going to be winning."
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, or
0: you're going to be at least trying to win. I understand I can't win every year, yep. but you need to be proving to me, and th- like maybe by doing that, they can hold owners accountable and and front offices. I like it. Uh, Mike Trump too, like with his contract. Like I think that's one of those things that, yeah, in the world of baseball, he's worth that money. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're ever gonna win because they can't they can't put shit around. Him. What Trevor Bauer is from California? Why the fuck didn't the Angels push hard to get him?
1: Right, exactly. I agree, a hundred percent. They're they're missing so many pieces right now, and you make a great point about Trout. He's sure, he's locked in forever. He'll make his money for, for, for years and years yeah. to come. But what happens next year, the year after, when that that ownership group is, is is not putting any players around you and now you're locked in for another eight, ten, whatever years? Like, I, I, I agree 100%. I love the way Bauer is doing this. To be able to negotiate a second-year option for $45 million where you can play out this year, see how it goes, and then, you know what, next year in the offseason, you can say, all right, let's see, are the Dodgers still going to be great? Okay, I'll opt in here. Um, Are they doing things I don't like? Is somebody offering me more? Did I win the Cy? Did I win the Cy Young this year?
0: Now yeah. all of a sudden the team is offering me fifty million next year. Did I not like the guys in the locker room? Yeah. That is a possibility. You know, exactly. They, you did know... they not
1: like me? That's a more realistic possibility.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I really like what Bauer did here. Uh, obviously, I love the move for the Dodgers. That NOS is going to be fun to watch between them and the Padres. That's going to be. I think it's a win-win because the
1: Dodgers are either. You know, the, you know they get this guy. They're going to make another run for a World Series again this year. And then it also, if if he if, if he opts in next year, sure they get him again. And then even if he has a bad year and he opts in next year for forty five million, it's only one year at that. And now the previous, now the following year, you're going to pay him seventeen. Yeah, which is basically like a twelve a twelve win starter or a yeah. ten win starter yeah. in, in Major yeah. League and Baseball.
0: Exactly. So I I'm, I'm curious as to why more players don't take shorter term deals with higher money. 'Cause that, that, that usually goes. Like if you do a long term deal, then de- generally the money gets spread out more. But if yeah. you do a short term Well you know, I, I think c- they will be after this. Plus teams are, are teams necessarily, especially uh, like if this is an all sports, teams aren't worried about dollar figure as much as they are term. Big time
1: now. Term, term, term kills you.
0: Term scares the fuck out of yeah. them. Yeah. So if players started saying, Well, fuck, pay me more and we can sign a short shorter term deal and then the players take back some of their control, the teams will like it mm-hmm. more because now, like, if a player's not working out, they can cut bait earlier.
1: Yeah. You're seeing this in baseball now or in basketball, pardon me. Like LeBron's yes. been doing this for, yes. for several years yeah. now, right? Well, so.
0: and they they've capped it at four uh, like contracts at four year, like the max you can go is four years unless you hit those suit uh there's certain escalators and you become a supermax player right. you get five years yeah and to me like i know we make fun of the jays like they won't sign anybody for over five years but that makes sense because i they think, do now i think you can that's how you can uh properly project how a player's gonna be anything yeah. up to five years it's a crapshoot true uh but you have to overpay in for
1: agency that's the way it is well and that's the thing now maybe the blue jays were ahead of their time because when they had that policy guys were asking for these eight is seven, six seven eight year deals yeah now maybe they're not going to do that and yep. maybe that'll benefit uh a team like uh the blue jays that are owned by rogers where rogers is going to say sure we'll give you a ton of cash right now as long as we're not locked in for six or seven years yep exactly i
0: love it all right let's uh let's go to the there's there's a big game on sunday Super Bowl Sunday. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers won thirty one to nine over the Chiefs. Oh, what a shitty game. Yeah, it wasn't great. No. Uh it was fun. It was interest it was fun to watch the Tampa Bay pass rush get after Mahomes. God, like that, that was some impressive stuff. Yeah. Uh, they really made them pay for having two backup tackles. Big time uh, with the with the injuries they they uh, they had. I read a stat that Mahomes ran for 482 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Wow! When he was being pressured, just left to right, yeah, Nuts. and backwards, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, east, west, and south. Uh, I will say too that Mahomes did things where he got rid of the ball when when you just couldn't believe it and his receiver straight up dropped it or it hit him in the helmet. He,
1: he had some of the best incomplete passes I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. A, his a receivers make. did not help him. Uh how often do you see a pass go through tra- Travis Kelsey's hands and hit him in the helmet?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Uh the defense kind of imploded especially on one drive where they had like two pass interference yeah. and and everything um you could tell they are getting frustrated and oh my god, but the game like you know one of the least entertaining Super Bowls I've seen in a long time, and I ah, well not in a long time. Like that Rams Patriots one was fucking garbage. All right, fair enough. That thirteen to seven, holy shit. I
1: I, I just have memories of uh, New England Atlanta in my head, yes. right? Like that or New England Philly. Sure, exactly. You know, high yeah. scoring,
0: uh, even last year's game was was quite
1: the. Yeah, you know. I'm just not used to the bad games, and this one just was kind of bad, unfortunately.
0: And it's just because we expect so much more out of the Chiefs. Uh, I think. The mistake the Chiefs made was Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy got cute in the first half trying these weird motion bubble screen shits to mm. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And, you know, just watching it. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, they got a young secondary. Attack these guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, start... Like, Tyreek... Tyreek Hill is so fast that... He should have been Mahomes should have been able to get rid of the ball quick enough that to negate that pass rush on a couple deep shots just to scare the secondary and maybe make Todd Bowles right draft up some other things and maybe not put as much pressure maybe sit back more right because he they, just pinned their ears back yeah, when they saw what was and, happening and they kept on going after him and and Kansas City needs to get a run game to yeah. help Mahomes yeah uh, Mahomes is is the most talented quarterback in the NFL but you still need a run game mm-hmm. to, to help them. Like, even Tampa Bay, as soon as like they, they had Brady, uh, the first half, he threw three touchdowns, and then after that, they just ground the the clock down with Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, and they said, let's... How like, you control we're gonna, the game. We're going to control the game from here,
1: you know? And, 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 like, also to your point, why didn't they... You'll bring in some extra protection to block in order to get Tyreek Hill downfield, because... If if they have time, he's going to get open. Like yep. he's just that good. Yep. But it's just, it, I agree with you. It didn't seem like they were making all the right play calls. I, I feel for Andy Reid too, like to have like a tragic situation, like your son gets in the car accident there uh, the day before um, the game. It's just nuts that that would happen. Well,
0: and he's no longer with the team, right? I read that today yeah. that he's he his contract has not been renewed. Yeah. And I bet you that's because the car accident has some kids in critical condition. That, that's that's got to play a factor. That's the
1: worst part is that it sounds like he had been drinking and the the vehicle he got into the accident with uh, had kids in it that are hurt. So that's absolutely the worst thing. And I'm sure Andy Reid feels terrible about that. I'm sure his son feels terrible about that. But even though he made the terrible decision to do it. So, yeah, it was, it was kind of a weird Super Bowl. But... But, I mean, with, with that being said, I just got all the respect in the world for Tom Brady. I mean, to, to watch that guy just go out at the age he is yep. and just win Super Bowls. And and you listen to the guys on that team. Like, Mike Evans loves him, right? Yeah. Like, like, I've never seen Mike Evans gush over a quarterback or anyone else on his team the way he does Tom Brady. Leonard Fournette. All these guys that, you know, have been known to have a bit of an attitude. Yep. They are like, this guy is a, a king, right? Yeah, And yep. he's like, people were saying that Tom Brady was texting these guys at 11 o'clock at night all throughout the week saying, we're going to win the fucking Super Bowl. Like, we're going to win this thing. Like, you yeah. make sure you go into this game with that attitude because we're going to fucking win the Super Bowl. And
0: he's like, it just seems
1: like it's like so interesting and so it's, encouraging. And
0: it's so cliche, like Tom Brady's a great leader. We're like yeah, he's a great leader. You know, like he's the GOAT. Yeah. You know, and he proved it. Yeah. He, he proved it. Uh, he went to Tampa Bay, and uh, I think I may have said, and and I was wrong, but like Tampa Bay wasn't a Super Bowl contender last year. No, like they there there were, were seven to nine. They've grown a
1: lot too. It's not like just adding Tom Brady yeah. made them the contender. They've they've their defense have improved a
0: lot. I saw I saw a stat that all the everybody that scored points for the for the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl were not on the team until after Tom Brady signed.
1: Right, Gronk, Gronk, Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette A.B.
0: Uh, A.B., and, uh, and the kicker. Right. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Huh. Uh, now, their Super Bowl parade was today, and they all say all the right things. Fournette's like, I'm going to be back. Godwin, I'm going to be back. You know, uh, Levante David, I'm going to be back. Like, everyone's saying they're going to be back.
1: Yeah, Levante David's saying he's going to be back, but he also wants to be the highest-paid linebacker. And-, and
0: and that's the thing. Like, like yeah. like they're they, the glow of the Super Bowl. But it's like... The reality is they're gonna lose one or two of those guys just because some team's gonna make them an offer they can't refuse. Yeah. Right? Uh and that that's just the NFL.
1: Gronk and Brady are gonna be back.
0: Uh yeah, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. yeah. But um, I agree
1: with you on the other guys too. So yeah, it's like, up in the air.
0: I I just uh, you don't think Chris Godwin's going to get offered a shit ton of money from Miami, mm-hmm. who's who's swimming, or the New York Jets?
1: That would also be a nice match, no. Watson and uh, Godwin in Miami. I would take right? that as well. Like you, too, you
0: got your Super Bowl ring. Like, yeah, yeah you, you know, it's just it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. And it's very tough to repeat. And, and the every, last team to repeat was the Patriots, two thousand three, two And
1: Who was their quarterback? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But he hasn't. But he hasn't <laughs> done it since. Yeah, exactly. And, he, and he's
0: had like, and that's not a knock against him. No, not at all. that's just uh. That's just... it. It's that hard to
1: repeat. Did you see the video today of somebody escorting Tom into his <laughs> car? After a
0: little too it, many wobbly pups? Yeah.
1: I, I thought it was seasickness. I don't know. Maybe it was just uh, being on the water for
0: too I long. I love how... Like, and I... Again, Twitter comments. One lady was like, Oh my god, like, you have kids... You know, how could you be like this? I'm like, the motherfucker just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. His kids don't care.
1: Oh, my God. Thank God there's no cameras on me in my youth. Oh,
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, you got or kids. Or two years
1: ago, for that so matter.
0: One, so once you have kids, now you, now you need to hide your drinking. That's Pe- the key. People just hate Brady, like and, and, people, and people
1: hate success. Yeah, and and honestly, a lot of people are just jealous too. Yes, like you wouldn't believe the comments of people saying because he walked into the stadium without a mask on. You do the comments about him not wearing a mask were yep. ridiculous. You get all these virtue signaling social justice warriors up on their high horse saying oh how come he didn't use his platform to promote wearing a mask well you know what maybe that's not what he wants to do with his platform so just because you disagree
0: with it doesn't mean he's wrong you know why because republicans buy shoes too (laughs) michael jordan said that i was gonna say did you just quote michael jordan sure did oh fuck i love it That's why that's why i love it you know just because you're famous doesn't need like like, I, I
1: understand most of sports is very left-leaning. Well, it doesn't mean everyone has and, to be. And
0: some guys want to use their voice for, for changing the world. That's great. Yeah. But don't get mad at players for not using their voice when it's not them. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. if the player just doesn't, if he doesn't want to do that, don't. Who the fuck cares? Not
1: to mention you're in Tampa Bay. Like you, you're not mandated to do that. Florida is fucking open, people. Like I don't know if you, if you've heard, Florida is open. And here, here's another thing. Maybe don't look up to sports
0: players as, as heroes. Exactly. They're not. They're not.
1: Some of them can be role models. I view Jerome McGinley as someone from this city. I view as a great role model. I would yeah. tell my, I would tell my kid to look up to him any day
0: of the week. But not everyone is like that. Yeah. And they don't have to be. Exactly. They're athletes. Exactly. They're normal people that do. That job very fucking well. Yeah, you know, and some of them are the most immature people you'll ever meet. But that, like,
1: it's not neither here nor there, right? Yep,
0: yep, you're exactly right. And that brings us to our last topic, uh, which hits home here in Canada. Bell Media uh, decides to sh- shut the doors of three radio stations: in uh, one in Hamilton, one in Winnipeg, and one in Vancouver.
1: These are sports talk radio. These are stations. sports
0: talk r- radio stations. Uh, so, and they're they're TSN radio stations, but TSN is owned by Bell Media. Now, what's caused the uproar is if for our American listeners, Bell has this thing. I think it's the beginning of February, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And it's called it's called hashtag Bell Let's Talk, which they do on social media. And the whole thing is is if you put that hashtag in a tweet. They are supposed to donate five cents to mental health researchers. Is that right? Five cents? Yeah. Per tweet. Yeah. Something like that.
1: I don't know if that's the exact number, but that's that's the gist. Of I,
0: it. I I think it's like something like that. Okay. And and they're supposed to do that and and it's to let everyone know that um that you're not alone if you're struggling or anything, which is true. It's a great message. It's a great message. But I would say, and I have said this to Mike, Mike has said this to me, we're generally cynics and skeptics. And whenever a corporation does this, they're not doing it because out of the good of their heart, they're doing it for a tax break. Just FYI. (laughs) So they, they do this whole bell. Let's talk. And then within two weeks, they lay off a bunch of people at bell and then they close three radio stations mid program. They just shut the feed. Tell everyone you got 30 minutes to get out, like grab your stuff and go like we're closing. You're done. You're fired. And and then somebody from Bell gets on and says, and says basically like, like, oh, we're gonna, we're going to um, switch to th- this program, and they play "Good Riddance" by Green Day, right? Just to almost like stick a knife in stick- and then twist it. Yeah, and it's just so cold and callous. And I understand that's that's business, you know, like if it's not performing. You know, you, you got to move on. But here, here's here's the big fucking problem: is up here in Canada, the federal government was giving out wage subsidies last year for for COVID, COVID relief, for COVID relief for businesses. And how much did Bell get? Bell that? got 123 million dollars in wage subsidies. And in quarter four, they they showed that their revenues were 942 million. That now that's revenue. That's not profit. Not profit, but okay? still, still, so. But that still says they make, they bring in a ton of revenue, and they they took a wage subsidy. They took $123 million from the feds and didn't keep employees. They waited two months after, yeah. and then fucking got rid of them. And they took the money. And go
1: ahead, and you tell me how an internet company or a cable provider or, or an internet provider is hurting during the pandemic. Exactly. They're thriving. Exactly. So they're thriving during the pandemic. They took aid from the federal government which is canadian taxpayers money they pass that on to their shareholders and then they let a bunch of people go and
0: shut down their radio stations on top of that let's talk about that bell yeah exactly exactly and yet they're going to come out and talk about mental health ridiculous It's, it's oh it's so bad it's so callous uh, and and this we're talking about this because it's TSN, which is the sports network up here, and a lot of good people. It's the Canadian ESPN. Yes, and a lot of good people lost their jobs with no fucking notice. Yeah, and it's just awful. It's just it's it's like how can you fire that many people in a pandemic? You're not there's no fu- Yes, maybe that radio station is not performing to your standards, and maybe yeah, like, like their guy came out and said that they've incurred massive losses cuz the radio stations that that expensive to run like you, yeah did they incur 122 million dollars in losses right yeah cuz that's what the fucking wage subsidy yeah, is exactly. for yeah <laughs> exactly
1: holy shit
0: and it's just um and it, it just shows it it shows to a bigger issue i think this is worldwide but like here we had uh we, we called uh, Canada emergency relief uh budget uh, served yeah. is what it was called yeah. and they give people two thousand dollars a month and canada revenue agency messed up some of the wording and some people applied that shouldn't have they didn't actually qualify and they're trying to get that the money back from those people mm-hmm. these are individuals that are struggling through a pandemic the government's trying to get money back but bell goes and takes 123 million fires a bunch of people and there still has not been any word from the government that they're going to go back off and it's get nuts. the money. It's it's, it's insane the yeah. it's insane the different rules right. that a corporation has to play by than a person.
1: And, you know? absolutely. And I know if you're listening to this in the states, you have your own issues there. People trying to get any money out of Biden. There, I yeah. saw a great tweet from somebody that said, "Man, Biden owes me two thousand dollars, and he's at the Super Bowl. I am not okay with that." <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, oh my God. But yeah, so that's, I
1: mean, it's a terrible thing. It sucks for those people. Those people have families. But with that being said, I do, I, I have something that I want to say regarding the state of that medium in general right now, because I think that's terrible. I, I hate that good people are losing their jobs, but I think that this actually is inevitable in, in that medium. Yeah. And I think sports, so there's uh TSN uh, sports in, in Canada, and then there's also Sportsnet. Sportsnet recently has kind of taken over sports in Canada because they have the national rights to the National Hockey League, yeah. which is the biggest sport in Canada basically. Yeah. I mean, the NFL might be bigger, but I'm I'm just saying, you know, generally hockey is the big one. So, with that being said, Sportsnet also owns radio stations all throughout Canada, and I got to say, I see this going the same way. And and the reason for that being the best sports media right now is on the internet.
0: Yeah, it's on podcast. It's so, on
1: podcast. Yeah. It's it's Barstool Sports. It's and Chicklets. It's Pat McAfee show. Yeah. Th- these guys are doing the interviews that people want to listen to. This, this generic programming that they do here, where they hire somebody out of, you know, we live in Calgary. Sate has a, a radio program that a lot of people get hired out of. It's a great program. They hire radio personalities, blah, blah, blah. With that being said, those guys, they're not in the sport. They don't necessarily know the sport or they, they learn the sport as they grow up. It's They, they can't give interviews because they don't know. They might have a small relationship with the athletes, but they don't have a relationship with the athletes, like, say, uh, like I'll, I'll mention this name again Pat McAfee, former NFL player uh barstool sports they were big in chicago like they got to know the bears like jay cutler was a big reason why why those guys took off mm-hmm. um and also in new york i know i'm i'm leaving a lot out of that story but i'm just saying the interviews that you get now on this on these online internet programs are real they're real um you you listen to players talk the way they would talk if they were talking to their friends They can tell stories they wouldn't tell on, say, Mm -hmm. you know, Fan 960 radio. They can swear. They can just be themselves. The the, the, the media, sports media we have on radio right now is a dying breed because nobody wants to listen to it. And I'll tell you why, too. Another thing with that, with everything that's going on right now, um, with COVID, with Black Lives Matter, no... Everyone that I talk to in the world agrees that Black Lives Matter and agrees with all the, all, the, all the inclusiveness that we're doing. But now these radio programs, which are owned by bigger companies like KSM was owned by Bell. Uh, Rogers is, uh, Sportsnet is owned by Rogers Communications. Yep. They have to push the company line. And the company not line from places like Bell and Rogers are wear your mask, um, you know Black Lives Matter, blah, 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 this and that. But, yeah but they whatever, don't
0: re- whatever is the hot topic, whatever is the hot line. topic, yeah,
1: but now, so people in Calgary where we live blue collar people are losing their jobs because of this mask uh, because of the lockdowns, because of the masking, all that stuff, so now the message is getting misconstrued you got you got the radio guys talking to blue collar people who aren't getting paychecks and who are losing their wages and you know might not be able to feed their families you're trying to tell us to stay inside stay home wear a mask blah 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 this and that and you know what guys in their car on the way wherever are telling them they're saying fuck you like like this is bullshit like we don't need to hear this from you guys you guys are sitting at home and you're sitting in your in your offices and you're doing your show and you're collecting your paychecks and you're telling us what to do bullshit we're done yep. with that i'm gonna go online i'm gonna listen to pat mcafee interview aaron Rodgers because they're friends and it's a great interview and you get real stuff out of that yep. you're not
0: getting real stuff with this fm am radio shit yep and the talented guys on am radio that do the shows they will search if if it goes the way like you said where it dies yeah they're gonna they're they'll gonna- find their own format <laughs> if you're talented people <clears throat> yeah. people will search you up
1: yeah but no. if you 're just a mouthpiece maybe
0: you won 't and that i 'm fine with that yeah and and that 's uh, uh but what I would say is if they if they do start dying maybe the the telecom giant maybe don 't give just thirty minutes notice i correct i I, correct. Did, I did hear from some like from some people that said that. That's kind of standard operating procedure because they don't want you going on air and ripping the company. I'm like, okay, I can understand that. But then why even have the morning show? Why did
1: they even start the show to begin yeah. with? Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm with you on that. And, and like I said, I, that, I wanted to say that after because I don't want to take away from the people that got let go so unceremoniously. Yep. There's like a I, lot of
0: talented people in there that absolutely. are going to
1: do great things. They are. And, and my big thing is start a podcast. Go online. Do your own thing. Yep. Because if you're being told what to say, and and I find it hilarious because I'm going to speak about the Fan 960 here. You get guys that will go on that program and they will give this big and passionate speech about something they really love and they'll speak loudly and they'll, they'll be passionate about it. But the bottom line is they won't say that unless Rogers is okay with them saying it. So they're not truly being themselves. They're only doing these big and passionate rants if it's something that a message that Rogers is okay with. So they're not being themselves and it's it's we're all aware of this, right? Like we're not idiots out here, right? So we know what's going on and I gotta tell you, uh, personally, uh and a lot of the people I know, we're kinda sick of it. Yep.
0: Yep. Um I'm yeah I'm I'm totally agreeance here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah I'll, I agree. I'll I'll find I'll find the sports media I want online yep. because
1: they're not lecturing me.
0: And and you know what? And that, they're doing better interviews. And that that's happening more now because nobody's driving to work especially like here in Calgary where we're like we're under lockdown and if you can work from home if you if you're able to work from home you're supposed to. Right. So that means less people are driving which means less people are listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. Like I I'm working from home now. I don't listen to the radio. I listen to to my Spotify, and I listen to the podcasts I choose.
1: It's appointment listening. You pick what you want to listen, and you put them on. Yep, that's it. And you know? it, it's it's the best it's the best free market you can get because yep. if if someone wants to listen to you, it's like this podcast right here. If someone wants to listen to us, they'll download it. Yeah, we're not we're not being force fed to anyone. We're giving our 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 real opinions. We're not telling people what they should think. We're yep. just telling people what we think. Talking about sports, and it is what it is.
0: That's right. That's right. And these talented people will find their way exactly. Uh, and Bell is heartless and just be. I would say just be wary of all these causes that big corporations do. Because it's always for a tax break.
1: I, I think. I think they should change uh, the bell. Let's talk. Let's get rid of the bell part and just put hashtag Let's talk yeah. next year and still bring awareness to mental health.
0: Yeah. You know what? It should. It, it should be. It should. It shouldn't even be. Um, just next year. This should be all time. You know, of if course. you're if you're gonna talk about mental health, put hashtag Let's talk. Get that trending. Yeah. Uh, just cut bell out of it. Fuck them. Do, you're right do it anytime do anytime, it anytime you want
1: to post something about yeah. mental
0: health put that hashtag yeah uh and and yeah and you know let's all be better to each other i guess that's 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 it uh and watch pat mcafee because this show is hilarious it's great man that's he's future. also he's also in, uh in nxt hey wrestling yes yeah he is yes. yeah he's 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 the leader of the the big heel faction right now right yeah. yes uh a surprisingly decent wrestler oh yeah <laughs> athletic guy hey. like for a punter punters like, are athletes too man kickers whoa. are athletes too <laughs> i never thought that but with pat mcafee i'm like holy shit <laughs> this
1: guy can actually go no and just and another comment about that like uh like i'll say barstool sports too i've mentioned them a few times now did like most people when they think of jay cutler they they have a negative response they think he's a baby they think he has a bad attitude they think this and that i recently watched um jeez I forget the guy's name I think it's KFC from Barstool or whatever one of the one of the main guys there at Barstool was interviewing Jay Cutler it was a great interview because Cutler's comfortable he knows that that guy's not going to sue him. he's yeah. comfortable enough to tell stories um he talked about the shitty times when he was with the Bears he talked about how bad that was without without worrying about that reporter writing some negative story about it like yep. it, this is the future folks I'm yep. sorry it's just the
0: way it's going it really and I love is. it it really is all right uh that has been our episode for this week we'll be back in a couple weeks i'm sure more trades will happen carson wentz will be dealt and then we'll be back there you go (laughs) take care folks have a good one